Hey yo, it's me, Jamie Ponyboy Stocking, co-host of the Sinners and Winners Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you for joining us today on episode three. I'm also joined here by Brian Soda Pop Frank. What's up, Fantasy World? Week one already in the books. I got a better nickname this week too. You we also got our fearless leader, our host Derek Dow Maiden. What up, outsiders? How y'all doing this week? Man, I'm excited that football's back. Week one was a blast. Okay, well Thursday night sucked. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday night sucked. Thursday night, that, night sucked. Monday night was pretty awesome. Yeah, Monday night was good. Thursday night sucked. Sunday night sucked for other reasons because <laughs> the Pats won. But well, it, yeah, it was that, a fun game. That's always a bummer. Well, let's jump right into the episode. How do you feel about that? I think that's good. All right, so this week we're going to kind of review the matchups, the first matchups in the Dynasty League. Oh, wow. Did I say Dynasty League? You did say Dynasty. That's all right. Whoa, we whoa. keep that error in there. Yeah, yeah it sounds we'll just good. Move on. <laughs> all right, so let's just jump right into the, the first matchup, which was Murray's Men versus Run CMC. This one had the team with the highest point total which was run cmc who absolutely crushed it this week boys and girls they have four of the starters with over 20 points and uh, murray's men only had two that were able to uh, supersede the 20 point mark you want to look at some of the stats jamie yeah yeah i can start off you know i'll I'll get going with murray's men you know like you said he only had two players that had above the 20 point mark he had uh, an injury bug bite him with mike williams going out only after getting 4.9 points and then he had two would-be studs that gave him two big old poopers that put him in some hurt there but we'll go over some Kyler Murray he had 22.62 points all in the fourth quarter yeah yeah that was all in the fourth quarter so crazy I know Murray's men was kind of kicking things around during his house and then they saw that comeback happen and, oh, yeah, and kind of yeah, setting yeah. stuff back up I was I was getting text all, <laughs> all game during that he went from basically Murray was gonna be cut to all of a sudden he, he couldn't yeah. wait to start Murray next yeah, week offer me anything for Murray I'll, I'll take right, it right. <laughs> Eli Manning bring him aboard but you know he had 54 attempts with 29 completions 308 yards and two touchdowns he did have one pick he only rushed it for three times for 13 yards uh, he, he was obviously in the starting lineup. Another big point getter for Murray's men was Dalvin Cook. He ended up getting 26 points. I believe that was his highest point getter at 26. So he had 111 yards on 21 rushes, two touchdowns, and then he was two for two in the reception with nine yards. Nice. So that's, uh, you know, that's good. Usually if Dalvin Cook's going to get a lot of points, a lot of it still comes off of catches. And that much point total with mainly runs is, is good. And add the fact that his backup looked pretty good too. And that yeah. He got some good fantasy points too. Yeah, yeah, Madison looked looked pretty good. So unfortunately, the, the two studs that got the two pooper games, uh, Devontae Adams, which is Thursday night game that we spoke about earlier. Devontae Adams with a 7.6. Now, I'm, I'm considering duds anybody that gets 10 points or less. So, in my mind, I think you need to get a, a double digit to be worthwhile in fantasy. You know, he only had four receptions on eight targets for 36 yards with no touchdowns. So, somebody that you're drafting in the first round right. and expecting to be your go-to guy for points, I only agree. getting seven mm-hmm. is, is a huge bummer. And then you had Aaron Jones, who only had 4.9, you know, from the same game. I think Green Bay itself looked rough. Yeah, and I think I it's a product of not playing in the preseason and, and having some rust there and not being game ready. And um, just the Bears. I, it, Adams was more of a, a surprise to me than Jones. I, I didn't think Jones was going to get 4.9, but I, th- I think we all knew that it was a 
brutal matchup for him, though, week one. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if we saw only 39 yards off of 13 rushing attempts, uh, one reception off of one target for zero yards. I agree, and I started Jones in two other leagues, so I... I didn't see that at all. Yeah, but it wouldn't have mattered uh, in the point total, but he did leave some points on the bench with Marlon Mack. Had 25.4 fantasy points with 174 yards off of one touchdown. Now I agree, based off of the offseason with Luck retiring and and not knowing the situation at the Colts, I probably would have sat Mack too in place of Aaron Jones. I agree. So it's just one of those things with week one. You just never know. Mac looked good. Ty looked good. Yeah, I mean, it was honestly, like Andrew the, Luck was right there. <laughs> yeah, in spirit. But yeah, that was that was the Murray's men stats. Uh, Brian, you want to finish this matchup off with some stats from Run CMC? Yeah, definitely. For Run CMC, we had uh, the uh, Dim Boys connection: Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper with thirty-three point four for Dak and twenty-two point six for Amari Cooper. And then, of course, Christian McCaffrey forty-two point nine. He looks already like maybe the best running back in fantasy football this year. Yeah. Uh, I think what you know, Brandon Cooks five point nine. He he didn't really need Brandon Cooks this week, but uh, he got five point nine. Sammy Watkins on his bench. He couldn't have really started him in week one, but forty six point eight. Damn, man, he's. I have a feeling he's going to be in run CMC's lineup at least until Hill's gone. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for Dak and Amari to get you know fifty five points, almost uh, you know fifty six. That's that's good combo right there. It's a good solid four hundred and five yards, four touchdowns for Dak. That's uh. And I think did did Dak run one in or not? I guess not. It, uh, you know, honestly, I don't remember. I don't know either. I know he. I know he did pretty good though. Yeah, yeah, he did well. Dallas as a whole. Now, if I remember correctly, wasn't Dak mentioned last week in one of our bold predictions? Uh, you know, I I think so. Uh, huh. uh a shameless plug here. I think uh, old fearless leader here said that uh, Patrick Mahomes would not finish in the top. Two, I believe it was that for was quarterback. My, yeah, that was my prediction. Yeah, yes. and, and, and I, I believe, th- and uh, believe our leaders referring to my Dak who yes. blurp. Yes. Yeah, which, which Dak? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get into the other part of that prediction here soon because if I'm remembering it correctly, we got pretty good on those. Yeah, Did I think not? our bold predictions might have needed to be bolder because it seemed like we were Damn! on point. Might want to listen up, folks. Yeah, first matchup, Derek. I mean, first week. It's hard to know who to plug in and out. Absolutely, man. I think, like you said, I would have had a hard time. I'm not an Aaron Jones fan at all, so I would have, or a Mac fan, but I might have led Mac only because it was him or Jones. No, I don't think I would have been excited about starting either, especially given the changes, like you said, with Luck leaving, and I would not have uh, predicted that one. And same thing with Watkins, man. It just it was brutal to see all those points on his on his bench. But when the rest of your team does that well, yeah. he was he was lucky right. enough to where he just didn't care. Made yeah. up for it with a win. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, you got forty almost forty three points from Christian McCaffrey, over thirty from Dak, and uh, twenty two from Amari. I mean, thank God, if, with with I that mean, lineup, if you put Watkins, if he had the foresight to put Watkins in instead of Cook, I mean, we probably got we got to give him the belt. Like yeah. week one, don't we? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he's definitely, I think, in the lead. Well, he is the point leader currently. He is number one overall in the league. Yeah, and that's without having the highest, I believe, Sammy Watkins was the highest fantasy point getter of the week. I think he was. So with him being on the bench and you put him in there, he's got to be getting ready to talk to the engraver to put his name on that championship belt. Yeah. It's only week one. You guys do see it sitting right over there, don't yeah. you? Yeah, it looks sexy. Yeah, It'll even look better around my waist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll let you try it on. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the next game, guys. I don't want to 
spend too much time on each one of these. The next one we went with uh, was Shaken Bakers versus Turn Your Head and Golf. This one really wasn't the barn burner that we all thought it was going to be and actually had the team with the lowest point total, which was Shaken Bakers with 92.6 points. Uh, they also had some duds showing up in their lineup as well as a couple injuries. Um, and really none of them got over 17, I think. So yeah, it was just a rough week for him. Yeah, it's a rough And week. I believe we all had picked Turn Your Head and Golf to win this one, which which they did, but really not in a spectacular and amazing and wonderful way. Brian, you want to start this one off? Yeah, it will start off. We'll go with uh, one of the one of the ones he got right. Austin Hooper got uh, 16.7 points, caught all nine of his targets for a 77 yards. So that was a – sometimes it's hard to get production from a tight end. That, yeah. was, that, that was a good play. Uh, Definitely. By one-time crush, Joe Mixon uh, let the shaker and bakers down with 3.7. He did get banged up a little bit, so we'll see how serious that is going forward. Yeah. That's a huge hit. Uh, it seems like it seems like every year it's he's got potential and then he misses a couple games yeah. and then everyone gets on that geo bandwagon and mm-hmm. but and he, you know he left he left a couple on the bench. I you know one of those one of those weeks where you, you can't fault him. I mean Ashlon Jeffrey, no one he's a he's a good receiver, but no one I don't think saw him you know with twenty two points. At least I didn't. Gallup with twenty two points and Andrews with. 24.8 points so we had some guys on his bench you know outside of maybe Mark Andrews I, I don't know if you start Gallup or Jeffrey next week anyways yeah I mean it, it's hard to tell I mean, we'll keep saying it this whole time week one matchups are hard to know what to do I, I think Alshon was a benefactor if you will of garbage time and the the Eagles having to come from behind against who they probably thought were going right. to crush in the Redskins. Game was way closer than I thought uh, it was going to be. Yeah. It like, was like they just started melting away after they had the lead. I, I, I couldn't, well, I couldn't believe bizarre. they had the lead at any point. Yeah. yeah. I, not I think it shocked a lot of people. Win. I think it yeah. shocked the Eagles themselves. So. Oh, yeah. A few of them, yeah. But Gallup. The, he may make a good 1B. Yeah. Dallas is legit. And pay them boys. I mean, Dak and, and Amari. I'm not a big Amari fan, but all three of them look good. They didn't even really need Zeke. No, I don't week. even know what Zeke ended up doing. Yeah, honestly. we'll, we'll talk about he... him, I think, in, in a couple of pages. But Cool. Well, you want to hit up on Turn Your Head and Golf, Jamie? Yeah, sure. Let's. I think that uh, the old manager for Turn Your Head and Golf was hoping that there wasn't a, a big squeeze on that one because uh, he, he kind of... I see what you did there. That's pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> you know... It, Luckily, he had uh, Lamar Jackson, who who absolutely crushed against Miami. FY inside tip: start any quarterback against Miami. Yeah, yeah it sounds good. like they're going to go to a, a backup team. Everybody wants to leave. Not to cut you off, sir, but was that not the other part of that? Oh, bold prediction. Yes, ding a ding a ding. The huh. second player that was named for being above Mahomes. Hmm. So and it and it happened. It, it did. Oh, okay. Sweet. Oh, that's Man. almost like crystal ball type yeah, stuff, right there. I mean. If, well, if please, y'all need sir. to pass up all of these bold predictions that we're having, I don't know what else we can tell you. Yeah, I will say the one surprising thing about Lamar Jackson, and even uh, even even Derek, I think I think you would agree, six rushing yards. I I don't think anyone saw that, and to get thirty three point fifty six points with point six being from your feet. Yeah, no, I think that was never, that's insane. No, yeah, would have I never mean, predicted insane. that at all. He gets his points from running the ball, and when you see well, him you, airing it out him. for right. 324 yards on uh, 20 attempts. So now are we going to overreact and get all hype that he is the best passer in the league too? Well, I mean, you it certainly can happen. You definitely have to take in consideration who they played. 
Who um, was the team they played again? Miami. Uh, I think it was Cortland High School. Right. Yeah, I think. I think. I yeah. don't know if they were that. They, good. they do call them Miami, but right. it was. Yeah, I think it was a high school team of some sort. Unfortunately, Miami plays uh, New England this week, so we may not even get to see how good or bad Miami really is. I mean, they're just going right. to be. Yeah. You know, but we'll get to see how good um, how good the Ravens are. Yeah, you know another another player that uh, turned your head and golf was I know concerned about ended up starting him and, and got good points from was Damian Williams going into Kansas City McCoy actually had a decent he game he had a good he, he had a good NFL game yeah you yeah, know for fantasy. for the team he was good and I th- I believe we even spoke about that you know for the team perspective the running back situation there is good for fantasy it's so up in the dark but this week it worked out with Damian Williams getting eighteen point five fantasy points and then. He had 26 yards and a touchdown off of 13 rushes, but he was 6-for-6 on the receptions for 39 yards. So that's pretty good. You're getting six points there in this league for catches. So right there is good. And then, of course, off of the heck of a game last night between Houston and New Orleans, DeAndre Hopkins came through and and absolutely (laughs) crushed it. That body slam that he did on... On that, that defender, was nice. that was he got his hips low. And yeah, he did. <laughs> tossed him over. He said that the suplex work was in the off season was put to good use. But thirty one point one points is is awesome. That's what you expect from you know a round one pick. Yeah, and you know a hundred. I think he had a hundred and eleven, a hundred eighteen receiving yards, two touchdowns off of eight receptions. So so that was pretty good. I think though he won, it was hard to know exactly what Oakland was going to be able to do. He left some points on the bench with Josh Jacobs getting 24.3, having 85 yards, two touchdowns, and 20 yards off of one reception. And then the old team captain here, Jared Goff, kind of let him down a little bit, but he was an overall stinker. I mean, I had him starting in another couple of leagues, too. You didn't need him, but hopefully he can bounce back 186 yards. You'll um, have to wonder if the, the team name's going to be changing soon. Yeah. Turn, you turn your head in Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something. <laughs> uh, that would actually be pretty good. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think that was the end of that matchup. You know, it was some good points in that game, some studs. And unfortunately for Shaken Bakers, he'll have to go back to the drawing board. All right. There really wasn't a whole lot except that Jared Goff with less than 11 points was definitely a letdown. And I think, uh, like you said earlier, Lamar Jackson kind of made up for it on the QB side of things for that team. In the next matchup, let's talk about the Dukes of Hazard versus the Winter Soldiers. I believe uh, last week we were kind of split up on our picks as far as the winner of this one. But it was a fairly close game considering uh, the, the last two matchups, but still had some space between their point totals. Overall, the winner, Dukes of Hazard, had two QBs that provided good point totals and a solid performance from everyone else, uh, with all of their players actually getting into that double-digit mark. Uh, the winner, Soldiers, only had one dud, and the others were solid with over 11 points. Uh, Jamie, do you want to go into further detail? Yeah, I'll start it off with uh, with the winner, Soldiers. You know, this was uh, my pick to win, and you know he had some some help with uh, the rookie tight end there in, in Detroit and T.J. Hawkinson. You know, showed up straight beast. Yeah, he looks good. Um, it's good. it's always hard to trust not only a tight end, but a rookie tight end and a tight end on Detroit. Yeah, yeah. And, and to pick him in the draft, and then also have the the Sacola to be able to start him. And, and Major one, Sacola. Yeah, is is pretty good. But, you know, 25.1 points off from your tight end is, is definitely starting the game off in the week off. Yeah, Right. 131 yards off of six receptions on nine targets and a touchdown. So that's solid. Lev Bell, 
doing Lev Bell things, finally being back in the NFL. 23.2 points. He had 60 uh, rushing yards off of 17 attempts. He definitely looked pretty comfy. He, he did. did. Yeah, second half, much better. When yeah. He started and, getting going. Uh, Buffalo's defense is really good, too, so they kind of bottle him up, but he's he's slippery. He he broke a lot of tackles. You know, he had a, a definitely a solid game, not only in an NFL, but in fantasy. You had a touchdown and then a two-point conversion. He added six receptions for 32 yards. So the, the big dud for uh, Winter Soldiers was Darius Geis. I know the man has some love for the Geis, the Geis baby. Too. But uh, having uh, him in the starting lineup over Derrick Henry, uh, I know he was sitting there looking at What? Huh? <laughs> Um, yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal. But the love bug can get you sometimes. So uh, yeah. 18 yards uh, on the ground and then three receptions for 20 yards doesn't help. And, and you know, he's injured now, so you won't have to worry about that choice Thanks. next Almost week. Almost thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Derek Henry with uh, 28.9 on the bench was, was definitely a heartbreaker to watch. And then also Hollywood getting 30.7. Hollywood, nuts. 30.7. He just looked nasty, too. He I did. Mean, it was such a, such probably, a little guy, but so fast. Oh, just super He's fast. Four receptions off of five targets, 147 yards and two touchdowns. And, like, every reception was way past everybody else. Right. Yeah. They were giving him so after After his second catch, they were giving him so much cushion. Even the announcers were like, they couldn't believe yeah. how much cushion they were giving him because they didn't want him to fly right by him. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was like crazy. he just came off of the bench. They didn't even know he was on the field, and he was already right. like 15 yeah. yards past everybody. Yep. But you know, obviously, those two people being on the bench. Well, that's another one. No one, no one could have saw that coming. You know, even yeah. even in that matchup, there was just no way. But I slapped myself for Henry, but Hollywood, eh, he'll be in my lineup next week. But I, I, <laughs> he wasn't in there this week. That's for sure. He's going to be fun to watch this year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and he kind of has that same electric like when. When Tyree Kill first came in, and everybody's like, "God, did you see how fast he is?" Oh, no. That's kind of the same. One of these guys. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's hard though because next week he could have one reception for 15 yards. Yeah, that's what I know. Me and Derek were talking a little bit about it be- before the show. That's that's sort of the 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 chance you take on him because you get five targets and you're not going to get 147 yards and two touchdowns every week. Right, right. He made next week though. Yeah. Then again, this is the only sample we have of him. It could be an every week thing. It he only be. needs four targets. Yeah, he might. Be so cool. <laughs> All right, soda pop. What you think? You want to talk about them Dukes? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Got to give the Dukes of Hazard some credit. They had Patrick Mahomes who finished uh, about. Speaking of Mahomes, that first quarter, I thought he was going to break every record. Oh, he was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he looked sharp. Didn't look good for a bold prediction at no, that no, particular moment. Yeah. But. With Patrick Mahomes, though, even you know sitting right at right at the top five, I mean twenty seven point three two. I'd, I'd take that every week versus anyone. And then you got Philip Rivers twenty four point nine two, and Barkley getting seventeen point nine. I, you know, I kind of which is weird to say. I I almost feel like that's like a low low total for him. I mean, I was playing against him, so I was sort of thankful that. But it, it seemed like he could get more. But I guess yeah. you only get eleven carries. The Giants are sort of the Giants this year. And yeah. The Cowboys looked really good. So what are you going to do? But I yeah, they're playing from behind. You you expect Saquon to maybe get a couple more targets. And I watched a little bit of that game. Eli was missing Saquon from five yards away. 
I mean, he'd just throwing it at his feet. Or Why like, is Eli still playing? Daniel Jones actually came in. He came in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, he didn't do any better. They were already getting their ass kicked, so yeah, it's yeah. not like he was going to be able to do anything. But they. Well, the Giants said as long as they're winning, Eli's going to be their quarterback. So that's yeah. got to build confidence. Yeah. So Daniel Jones may be their week two starter. Yeah. But I agree. For a first round pick, you want them to probably get around 20 points or so and for Saquon you can almost consider 17 well, a, I mean, a bust but 17's like his his floor I guess yeah. I, mean, I know that one pass that went like literally hit him in the butt did y'all see that one no, no I didn't they were actually uh, just talking about it like he's a really talented guy but I don't know if he can catch a football with his butt <laughs> squeeze <laughs> just, it like a quarter on yeah. the on did the his strip? butt catch that one <laughs> Would have been nasty. Can you imagine waddling yeah. down the field, butt cheek squeezed? It'd be very hard to run. Yeah, sort of you know? dangling in between. Yeah. If he made it to the end zone with the ball between his butt unstripped, yeah. that's you know. Hall of Fame, right there. <laughs> just put him in, guys. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. Sorry. And then uh, let's see, Duke Johnson, thirteen points. I I, I honestly thought Duke was going to do a little better than that. I have him in a couple of my other leagues. I, I thought, but he did serviceable. I mean, thirteen points is good. I, I thought. On the flip side, I thought Hyde looked really good, too. Yeah, I think that's why Duke did not get as much as because Hyde came in and looked, he looked like really he good. like he did when he, he was good. Really good. Yeah, oh, I was, when was that? Uh, four years ago, maybe? <laughs> Six teams ago? <laughs> yeah, no, but, it's been a minute. But yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say four years, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been quite a while. Three, at least, if you include this year. Yeah, but it didn't even look like him. He looked smaller, he looked faster, yeah, he, he was hitting good. holes better, he looked great. And Houston's offensive line sucks yeah so i think right. duke the going Saints forward got seven sacks last night six yeah six sacks, and yeah. I, I think going forward duke gets because of the line will probably get more play uh unfortunately last night he didn't no i, I, I agree i think he'll get more play i, I think you can safely assume he's a a, a safe flex every week he's someone you can plug in and yeah i agree 13 points isn't bad i mean like no, you no, said no. everybody on the dukes of hazard in my mind was not a dud because they had no, 10 I points agree. or higher yeah, so that one. i mean that's all you can ask for is everybody on your team to get you at least a double points yeah though i mean it was dude. worth drafting him just so we could name the team the dukes of hazard. Right. yeah i mean i'm a fan well if you want guys let's go over the upset of the week jason's team which speaking of team names that one is a creative name yeah jason's team I'm not sure the owner's name, but I like that they came up with that. Uh, So they upset Morning Woods. It was one of the closest games of the week. There was just constant back and forth between the two. But, you know, and Jason's team was the one that we all voted at the draft as having the worst drafted team. Uh, But somehow he made up for that. I think he only had one dud. Basically, on his, in his lineup, I think so. Yeah. Whereas Woods had a couple coming up, kind of short. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what went wrong for the Morning Woods this week? Uh, that's. T- I mean, well, uh, David Montgomery getting five point five. I I don't think anyone saw that coming. But again, that goes back to that whole Thursday game. Yeah. Fuck Thursday games. Sorry for the f word. And it's uh, gonna be in here <laughs> on Thursday games. And, you know, I mean, to you know, like I mean, you had that great bold prediction, Jamie, where. Davis was going to lead in carries, and and I know you. We had you even said on the show you hope it doesn't come true, but I think the fantasy gods got you on that one because yeah. your bowl prediction came true. And Monty, who clearly showed when he had the ball, he was the best runner. But five point five fantasy points. Uh, he's a rookie, so we'll let it slide. But five point five won't get a whole lot done going forward. No. I wouldn't think. But well, Deshaun Watson, you know, good game out of him, thirty one point seven two. Michael Thomas, as usual, good game out of him. Chris Carson, he had that nice trade. Chris Carson worked. Caught a couple passes and ran pretty good. Uh, your boy uh, Devin was on the bench. 
he had 14.8. Yep. I think he's going to be good going forward. Yeah, if Morning Woods would have decided to go with his, his heart and play Singletary as opposed to just because it was the start of the NFL season and do uh, Montgomery. You know, like you said, I I made that bold prediction to Davis. It came true. I thought it was going to come true, but I still thought that Montgomery would have had a good game. The Green Bay Packers defense looked a lot better than what I thought they were going to. Yeah, I agree. I thought the... uh you know, last year I thought the Bears' offense was kind of peaking. Yeah. I thought they were going to really – I mean, last year they had that offense where you could start a bunch of people. This year so far you can maybe start A-Rob. Yeah, and, and it's hard to tell if it was because it's first game jitters Thursday, if it was because Nagy doesn't know what the F he's doing, if it's because Mitch Trubisky is just horrible, whatever it is. But I, I think they have to uh, figure something out because I, I definitely agree that Montgomery looked – the best on on the team for so running too. back, yeah. and I think they'll realize that as well. You want to get into uh, Jason's team a little bit? Sure. Here? You know this this matchup was back and forth all weekend, and you know Jay's team would go up, Morningwood's team would go up, Jay's team would go up more, the Morningwoods would catch up, and it could just never go in Morningwood's favor. And I think it's because what we spoke about last week is is Jason's team has good solid players, even yeah. though he might have drafted them in the wrong places. Or whatever like that, he's got good solid players. Larry Fitzgerald, the ageless wonder, he's never going anywhere. He's gonna be <clears throat> farting dust as he's running yeah. down the field. And him and get, Frank Gore will be the last two men standing. Yeah, in, right. when the NFL ends. Yeah, exactly. You know, Devin Singletary is gonna retire before these two guys do. Right. But twenty-five points for Larry Fitz is awesome. Obviously, that game went into overtime, so he had some extra that, that time there. Uh, but one hundred thirteen yards and a touchdown for old man is is good. Jamison Crowder, that slot position for the Jets guys. I'm telling you. Look at it because Crowder, he was wide. He was going to get 100 targets this year, 100 catches. And And he was wide open against Buffalo, who is a good secondary team. They're a good all-around defensive team. He was wide open every time. And to get 99 yards off of 14 receptions. That's 14 receptions just to – 17 targets. If he caught all of them, that's 17 points right there. Yeah. That's, and like we, you know, with Jason's team, that's you know, I mean, points are points. It doesn't matter. You know, I mean, you give me Jamison Crowder, and every week you tell me he's going to get 17 targets. I'll take him over over uh, Juju. Yeah. Every week, if you tell me he's going to get 17 targets, right? I, I would agree. You know, Mark Ingram was the another benefactor of playing against the uh, Dolphins, and you know, 22.7 fantasy points for 107 yards, two touchdowns. You know, I think we all saw this coming because we knew how horrible Miami's run. Right defense was stanky stanky but um yeah i i think he's in a good spot justice hill i think even had a i mean a good game uh gus edwards led the team in care he got 17 touches too yeah and he did he did serviceable but really the only dud for jason's team was oj howard it's not oj's fault that Jameis was just horrible that game so the only person who was good was roja yeah he looked he looked he looked pretty good i mean he got Maybe twelve points, something like that. He had he had some good yards, some good carries. Yeah, and the what helped him obviously to pull out the win was Drew Brees last night. You know, Drew Brees doing Drew Brees things, getting twenty one points and that last like three, four minutes of the game might be the best four minutes of football this season. It was going back and forth, it real was world and awesome. fantasy world too, because it was like Brees is gonna, you know, Brees is throwing. Oh, he's throwing to Thomas. Okay, well Jamie gets some points too now, and so yeah. does Jason. And yeah. Brees, you know. Yeah. Well, when he threw the touchdown to uh, Hill there in the, I think that was that was one of the last ones. One right? of the last ones. He threw it to Troy, Troy too. Yeah. That, I, I was like, there he goes. That's that sealed it for him, just because it wasn't to Thomas. And Thomas had a great game. Yeah. 
but he didn't have any touchdowns. All the touchdowns went to somebody else. So, yeah, that was great win by Jason's team. The way to start out strong, uh, 1-0 on the season now. Yeah, yeah. All right, Outsiders, are y'all ready to talk about the game of the week? Yeah. This game was a high scoring game we had uh i made chuck norris cry versus the holdouts man it was a good game the i made chuck norris cry had two duds uh one because of injury and uh the holdouts had one dud damn did cam really do that bad i didn't really see yeah yeah Yeah. cam ended up with a total for of 6.36 points wow uh, he just looked pretty pretty awful. But then again, he didn't really have to do anything because of that Chris, Christian McCaffrey fella. Heard of him. And I, yeah. I think they used him so much because Cam was... Still lingering? Yeah. I don't know if it's his, his foot still or what. He looked right in the preseason. You heard a lot of good things. But yeah, that definitely was not Cam Newton-esque. Right. Uh, the other the other big issue for uh, I made Chuck Norris cry was Tyreek Hill going down early and leaving the game, and I think he's out for Saying six to seven. Yes, yeah, like yeah. several yeah. weeks. Uh, so he only was able to put up four point one points for him before he left. Austin Eckler went off and got him thirty nine point four points. So mm-hmm. that certainly made it interesting. Yeah. He also got 27.6 out of Matthew Stafford, one of the most boring quarterbacks you can have on your fantasy football team. <laughs> he seems like I mean, he really he is. Always he always does. He's like really. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, but you're right. He's like nobody he's wants just, to draft. He had 385 so yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, he, I will he, he take run. that every day. Absolutely, I will too. But I but I agree. Well, just, and that's it, not your average a, Matthew Stafford game. No, but no. hey, he he's, nailed he's it. Capable, though. But yeah, yeah you take that every day, but you don't get that every day. Then the, the great return of David Johnson, who looked great. He got him 25.7 points, had 82 yards on 18 rushes, and caught six of seven targets for 55 yards and found a pay dirt. Yeah. So he had a nice game. And then on the other end of things, the holdouts, who took just so many risks coming into this season, got almost 29 points out of Evan Ingram, which, as you were saying earlier, getting getting anything in that 15 or a better point total for your tight end is nice. And when he starts getting close to 30, you're feeling real good. Uh, Keenan Allen also had a good game at 26.3. He uh, had 123 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I think Keenan Allen, now that um, they he's going to be the target. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he'll be the main guy. It looked like it. Yeah. He's sort of like the forgotten top five fantasy receiver. You know, whenever you think of top receivers, you, at least me, I don't – Allen doesn't jump out, but I mean, when he's healthy, yeah, every that's the thing. Year when he's healthy, insane. he's beast. I mean, yeah, uh, when Gordon is not there, even though Austin Eckler had a fantastic game, yeah, because Gordon's not there, I think they still rely on Keenan a lot. Yeah, but they it definitely paid off for him. Um, he also had Carson Wentz in there, getting him a little over twenty-five points with uh, twenty-eight completions for a total of three hundred and thirteen yards and three touchdowns. We had a lot of triple touchdown quarterbacks in the league this week. Yeah. Did you notice, or more even? They were playing comeback. He had to throw. Yeah, it's he, a, he started good. off looking pretty rough. Yeah, you know. But like I said, that was just a an, a weird game. The whole game flow was weird. And Alvin Kamara looked like just some kind of winged beast out there. Look like it does. He really did. He looked good. He and, could have my babies. Now he could have your babies? Okay. Uh, he ended up with 23.9 points, had 97 rushing yards, and caught seven balls for 72 yards. Just all over the place. I mean, he looked, every time he touched the ball, you thought it was going to go to the house. Right. I mean, he just looked. Yeah. He looked beast. He did. No question about it. I think he is definitely at least looking like the number two RB in the league. Yeah, behind CMC. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Behind. I think Christian McCaffrey just. As far as fantasy football, he can do absolutely everything. He's, he's just on another level. 
I think so too. And then Mike Evans was his big dud, but that was from the Tampa, the terrible Tampa game. I think Mike Evans was probably in every league in America was probably one of the big duds. Yeah, that, absolutely. That was that, was, that game, game was slated to be everybody was hey start Jameis Winston and anybody else. Matchup, it was just, right. Vegas had that as did one of God the, the top anything, scoring games. He did. Um, he, he, he got a little touchdown. That was the only oh, touchdown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the only one that scored. I mean, he did give me great points in any of my leagues, but I think uh, fourteen. So I mean, solid points, but nothing like I was expecting or other fantasy people were expecting. That was supposed to be one of the highest. Yeah, according point to total Vegas, yeah, games. it was one of like oh, the right. and it was three that were up there. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, yeah, every time total. I would look up there, I see. And it completely falls on Jameis Winston, I think. Yeah. Like, he just crumbled, and the team went with him. Yeah, and I don't know if this is his, like, if he doesn't prove anything this season. Probably, because they were saying that go. last year. So, I think his, le- his leash is Well, they, I think they've end. truthfully been saying that the last three years. He's right. just been so freaking inconsistent. Yeah. He really is like a fantasy stud one week, and the next week, like, right. he costs you the game. He is just so hard. I had a discussion with another owner about, like, that's it. He's never going to be on my team again. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was all the matchups from the week. It was definitely an awesome week one. It's nice to have football back. Uh, with the exception of Thursday, it was all really fun to watch. Yeah. Thursday, I think I just started scratching my eyeball to see what it felt like because it was just <laughs> lame. Honestly, if, Thursday to me, because football was back, it was awesome that it, it was, was still on. still fun. But... And I like a good defensive game every now and then. So do I. So for football itself, I thought it was okay. Because mm-hmm. it was a good defensive game. And it was close, so... It was close. It, for fantasy, it sucked. Did you guys not fall asleep at least once during that game on Thursday night? Well, I turned it off at halftime. Okay. Just because I'm old, I usually so, go to bed. So before we go too far <laughs> into it, it was an okay game. and <laughs> yeah. It was just lame. It sucked to watch. It was no fun. If you're going to have a good defense, then there should be a, at least like people bleeding or something. Yeah. Which, what game but, was it where that guy, they did take off a guy's Oh, uh, Weddle. The yeah, Rams. where he was just had blood running <laughs> yeah. all, all down his face. The announcer was like, "Oh God, it's gruesome." If you yeah, he enjoyed like, watching, it now. was like he's just bleeding from his forehead. Yeah. I mean, it was. It's like any other MMA fight. Right. Yeah, the way the announcer was going off, I'm like, "Oh, his eyeball's going to oh. be hanging out or something." If you're squeamish, don't look. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, "What? He's got a cut on his forehead." <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to, why don't we go over and just say like one good thing and maybe one bad thing that that stood out to each of you guys this week? Well, I think the the one for for me, the one good thing is. CMC, I mean, we've said it a, a couple times before. I think he is probably going to end up being the number one running back. They said they wanted to lighten his load, and they were going to give him less touches. And granted, it was a game he needed to be the number one there because it was against the Rams. He just, he's good. He's really good. Super good. And and he just looks like, he, I mean, he's he, he put on some weight. just looks like he can handle yeah, so much more. He put on a lot of weight. He really did. I mean, good weight, too, they yeah. were saying. I mean, it was. Well, he's put on he's put on that size, but he looks just as quick just and just as, as agile. Right. So, I, mean, I think he's going to be a beast guy and be able to hold just as much load, if not more. Oh, same yeah, way. I agree. And just Miami, anytime you have somebody playing against Miami. Go ahead and in your lineup. I mean, yeah. that was just awful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I thought, uh, I mean, as, as a whole, I was disappointed. I'll be my disappointment first, I guess. I was disappointed in just the Browns. I mean, it, uh, they were yeah. fun to watch. I mean, Baker's in all these commercials, and Baker's such a cool, good-spirited guy. I was and you know, I think I, I think they're going to have a good game next week and really really get back to what people think they were going to be. But man, week one, it's you know, week one, all that off season hype, and it's like. 
they're just the Browns again. Yeah. I mean, Baker. I just feel bad for the fans. You know, they had to come to this game like, we are finally going to have oh, our we're, season. We're doing it. We're the doing dog it. pound is going to get it done this year. Yeah. The first and then Tennessee of all like teams. I mean, yeah, I'm a Tennessee fan, but I had zero hopes that that game would go that way. Yeah, I thought it was. That was honestly also why I, I benched Henry. I thought the Browns were going to be up 30 to nothing, and then Lewis was going to be in there the whole time. Right. I, yeah. You know, just playing catch For up. For Browns right. to be that bad on defense, I think, definitely shocked me. I mean, as much right. as we want to talk about how their offense did not show up, their defense didn't either. They have super stuff on that defense and they should have been way better than that especially against like you said Derek that Tennessee I don't think had any hopes on anybody outside of Tennessee thought anything of them most people in Tennessee didn't either you know as far as like this week for sure and they the Browns with the hype that they had predictions of them even potentially going to the Super Bowl made Tennessee look like they could be Super Bowl contenders right yeah Tennessee's D looked good. Do you think that was just because the offense was off? Uh, I think they have a pretty good D anyway. They, so. yeah, they had a solid D. La- I mean, they're one of those teams, too, like the whole fantasy versus. I mean, they have a really good real-life defense. Right. You know, so it's. I mean, they got solid corners, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So Yeah, they're always pretty solid on D, and, and you have Vrabel, who is a defensive coach. So. Right. right. And I guess my, my good takeaway, I'll – do a whole team again is just the Ravens. I just uh, I think Lamar, Mark Ingram, Hollywood, Boykin, Mark Andrews. I mean, Lamar's just especially at the draft last year. He's just one of those guys that you want to you want to root for. I mean, we'll see in the coming weeks if the Ravens are the Ravens or if they were just playing the fins. But I think early on, I think it's uh, pick a couple of Ravens guys to have in your lineup and yeah. have a good year. It's interesting you say that. Like coming into the season, I was like most excited about the Browns. You know, I think most. Everybody was really excited to see what they came to do. Even if you weren't a fan, you just you wanted yeah, to, yeah. you wanted, you wanted to, the just Browns the to make underdog the team. Like now the they've 50s. got this chance, this setup, these people in place. They should be pretty legit. I really just kind of wanted to see them come in and, and do work, even against you know the team that I personally right. pull for. But then now after week one, I think for me it shifted to Baltimore. I agree. Just those big plays, and I know it was against a horrible team, but um, just seeing that that duo of Lamar and Hollywood, Hollywood I, I'm, and I'm curious to see Boykin if that got a touchdown too. I mean, he yeah, looked, well, he, he did. Too, he spread yeah. it around a little bit, but Andrew that those, really that good. duo in particular, I was like, that's fun. Well, I want to see what they do. That's why you draft Hollywood. Yeah, to give Lamar some toys. Yeah, they're all fast on that team. I mean, yeah. Sneed's not slow. Oh, everyone's fast. And, well, and I think yeah. that's what made them fun to watch, and like for me that I'm kind of excited because especially after Thursday night where everything's just barely moving then this game comes on and it's just lights out like just Most, uh, yeah. holy rolling. crap what is happening you yeah, Brown, yeah. You, you got the red zone and like you know they keep they keep flipping to the uh, Ravens and you're like is this a glitch and then all yeah. of a sudden you know Brown touchdown again Brown yeah. touchdown and it's like man and again you know to what we said earlier it's just I mean just what a good story Lamar Jackson and then getting all those fantasy points with six rushing yards I, I think is, is almost the fantasy story of the week honestly yeah I, mean, I don't think him, just, well that's the only reason most people had him on the team is that that just, sneaky little way of adding them points up with just his, because with his he's going to get twenty on his legs and yeah. five in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I've definitely got high hopes for him moving forward. I think he might. might what be about a good, your good and bad week one observations? Well, I mean, as a game, or a, a, uh, like I said, from the 
that was kind of both Thursday night really made me be like, I've been waiting all year for football, and this comes on. Yeah, yeah. I was I was hoping that because of the team, the rivalry, it was that would have been a better game. But they're um, always kind of. Filthy but games. yeah, the very Th- first two. game of the season on Thursday is always kind of historically in the past yeah. has sucked. Thursday games in general suck. So. I mean, I only played Montgomery just because it was the very first game, and I wanted a little piece of it. Going forward, I will not have anybody in my lineup that plays on Thursday, unless if it's like one of my top one or two rounded I definitely always try to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just don't like it. I guess my up was seeing uh, Derrick Henry used like he was towards the end of last year. Um, As a Tennessee fan, that's what I was hoping to see, and it just doesn't seem like they, they knew he could catch like he can catch until these last, whatever it was, the last four or five weeks of last year and then Just this week. Insane. And it may very well be a, a fluke, but I was happy to see that as a fan. I think that's Tennessee's key to, to winning games is to, to get they, him the they ball have to with ride a little it. room. Yeah. They do definitely have to ride it. They have to realize it. I mean, well, that's just their identity. everybody's yeah. hoping that... Yeah, AJ looked good. Uh, honestly, the offense as a whole, especially with how bad they looked in preseason, yeah. Mariota actually looked like a serviceable he right. quarterback. Yeah, he didn't look bad. You know, yeah. to where in the preseason, I was like, they need to put Tannehill back in there right. and mm-hmm. let him ride with it. So, yeah, that's what I was saying all, all preseason. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah another, he's having back, and I think honestly that's a big part of why Mariota looked well, better because that's always been his little security blanket. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. too. I think. Yeah. But you know, when he gets in trouble, that's where he goes. Yeah, and right. now he's got that weapon back, so that's kind of nice to see. I'm pulling for Mariota too. He's he's one of those feel good quarterbacks. I mean, he's got the potential to run and throw. I you mean, would think so. He just he just not has not come up to the level that I he think he was drafted to out. be. Yeah, he drafted it. And then even last year, everyone was like, I mean, this is this is going to be Mariota's, you know, Mariota's, uh, this is his, his year to shine. He's got, and he shows flashes of it. I mean, yeah. sometimes he'll run for two scores and throw for two, and you're like, well, finally, this is Marcus Mariota. Right. But then the next game, he'll go back to getting uh, 10 points. Yeah. I don't know that there was any real major low for me, you know, other than, like I said, the game was a little disappointing Thursday, but... Fantasy wise, it was just fun. It's nice to have it started back up. The little uh, the trash talking and things like that that it's supposed to be all about, you know, yeah. and just lighthearted fun. And it's 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 a good time, man. I'm glad to I'm glad we're back in the uh, fantasy football world. Yeah, and for week one, talking about our league. I mean, you have to definitely give Jason's team a huge round. Absolutely, you know I mean? yeah. Going in and everybody kind voting of dogging him, on you. Yeah, yeah. You know, number one pick, not even playing. He didn't play. And, and to, pulling a win week one. To pulling a win week yeah. one, you know, is is awesome. That's starting the year off right. Mm-hmm. And with guys hurt though, now that number one pick may look pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. AP's yeah. going to get some yards. Uh, yeah, now, for sure. Well, wouldn't it be interesting by the end of the season if that's the story? No, oh, the yeah. laugh, the laugh of the draft becomes what takes him right. to the top championship game. <laughs> I mean, right. You know, because yeah. like we always said, that was sort of his one. Weakness going AP, and with Geisert, if AP can get that always talked about 10, 11, 12 points to go yeah. along with his other team, yeah, I mean, he could, he's he's got a chance every week to. I think he, like to, we said, know. he's, even though it wasn't, I think it was just the order yeah. that, that his team was drafted. Points that, are points. But yeah. Was, yeah, points are points, and I think he's got a little bit of a sneaky chance every week, really, with, yeah, the, I, with the team he's got. I agree. He's kind of like our Browns, you know, we're, we're always rooting for him, even, yeah. even when you're playing, right. you know. <laughs> Well, guys, let's jump into this coming week, week two, fantasy football. Make some picks and maybe a few bold predictions as we go through. How do you guys feel about that? I think we should do that right now. Let's get right into it. All right, so the first 
first game we have is going to be against the uh, the holdouts versus run CMC. That one right now is the number one team in the league against the number three. Looks like it's going to be the highest point total game based off of projected points. And right now, run CMC is projected to have 154 against the holdouts 146. So I'll ride that train. I'll, I'll go run CMC wins week two. Jamie? Yeah, I, I think Run CMC gets it, though it's going to be so close. The holdouts have a great team. Run CMC has a great team, too. This one could end up being one of the matchups of the year. I think this is going to be a hell of a scoring game. And with one roster move uh, from the holdouts, I think the holdouts is going to take it. Yeah, I, I, I won't I, mention the, the move, but I, th- I think it's going to happen anyway. Let me see here. I'm going to go with, with the holdouts in this one. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if there's the one roster move happens, for the holdouts i think it makes it closer it's just really hard to go against how the cowboys looked how prescott looked yeah, that is dak brian how cooper looked Watkins, especially with hill being out yeah, mccaffrey Gurley could still be a toss-up you don't know if he's going to get vultured again on the, t- uh, the yeah, goal line from brown yeah and it does look like they're they're holding it back a little bit right especially brown looks in the good red and, zone. Uh, and, and hendo looks like he was maybe just a little little bit of a hype job but we'll see yeah i, I think it's toss-up because on the other side you have wentz keenan allen camara zeke who didn't get used a lot in this last game but they could be easing him back in this yeah week, and that's kind of why uh, the other part of why i think i think zeke's going to come in a little stronger yeah. And with Zeke and Kamara going up, that's going to be hard to deal with. Yeah. Even and if you do have the one guy that's better than both. Yep. So so I think uh, right now Brian had run CMC, I had run CMC, and Derek, you had the holdouts. Yeah. But I, I think this one is definitely a toss-up and probably could go down as the best matchup of the year. I would definitely say it's going to be the, the, most in, the highest scoring and, and best this week. Them waiver wires might change things, and we might have some good ones later mm-hmm. in the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good. What's uh, what's next? So next we have the Dukes of Hazard versus I Made Chuck Norris Cry, and that one is looks like it's going to be another higher point totals. You have Dukes of Hazard with one forty three. And I made Chuck Norris cry at 132. That's right now projected points, obviously. Um, that's, a, that's another close one. But I, I think, you know, I'll go with... I know uh, last week I sort of harped on Dukes of Hazard for not really having as much wide receiver depth. But then, like we talked about in the last week's matchups, you pair Mahomes and Barkley together, uh, uh, you, you're in every game. And I, I'm not, I don't think the combo of Josh Gordon and A.B., I'm not sure if I like that combo this week even though they're playing versus Miami I still got to give it to Dukes of Hazard. yeah and it's hard to tell does AB actually play and if he doesn't you know who does who does I made Chuck Norris cry throw in there well right and even if he does play not that you know there historically there have been teams in the past where they can sustain multiple fantasy players but I've never been a fan of two of the same players on the same team be just only does regardless you're taking one away from the i mean just naturally because yeah. only only one of them can catch the ball at the right, same time right right I, I guess the the argument for that though is that should be like the most silly right. just the walk away do whatever you want kind of game of the week right but i agree i don't i don't, I don't really like that and that's why i would lean dukes of hazard as well Okay, so both of you guys are on Dukes of Hazard. I actually think that I made Chuck Norris cry. If A.B. plays, I mean, I'll still stick with my pick, but if A.B. plays, I do think Gordon and Brown could actually still ball out. I think Cam Newton's probably going to be better. better this week, though he plays Can't on Thursday. 
So, you know, he cannot be worse. I, I will say that just to contradict, I think if A.B. plays, it hurts his team. You think so? It, it hurts. I made Chuck Norris cry. Because if, if he doesn't play, then he's going to pull him out and play someone else. And I think ultimately he would have more points on the board if he does that. But it definitely is hard to overlook Mahomes, Barkley, Ertz even. So, you know, this is, is going to be another good matchup. This yeah. early in the season, they're all pretty close. So. Absolutely. They're going to be a good one. Another good one. What's up next, Doc? So we got a little Morton Woods yeah, and Shaken Bakers. So right now, this is another close one. A little bit lower scoring, but still up there. Shaken Bakers at 126 and Morning Woods at 133. Uh, right now, it looks like Shaken Bakers has some questionable people. I think only one is truly questionable, and that's Mixon. So he can replace Mixon with a couple other people on his bench that I think will be okay. He can do some maneuvering around on within his lineup, too. So... I think Shake and Bakers will definitely have a better week this week than he did last week. I don't. I think he'll definitely at least break a hundred. But I mean, I can't go against my Morning Woods. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, for me, I, that, I've got to pick Morning awful. Woods. It just sounded ridiculously awful. Well, it was supposed to sound <laughs> okay, like that. Good. So. But yeah, I I, I think um, this week you, we can all count on Morning Woods. <laughs> all right, what's next? All right, so next we got Murray's Men versus Turn Your Head and Golf. All right, is, all right. Is Actually, pretty similar to the last uh, matchup we had. So that's 132 for Turn Your Head and Goff and 126 for Murray's Men. Another toss-up, so I'm going to go with Turn Your Head and Goff on this one. And that's just because it's really hard to overlook D-Hop, OBJ, Lamar Jackson, Sony Michelle against Miami, and then Jared Goff, I think, at home, will have a bounce-back game. He's got to, I hope. Yeah, Yeah, I I would think so, too. could be a close matchup, but yeah, sort of the same along the same lines you said. I just think uh, even though Adams uh, will have a good game, Kittle's going to have a good game. But yeah, you just, I mean, just Hopkins getting 31 points so easily, and I think the Browns are going to have a bounce back game, and so I think uh, OBJ is going to shine on Monday night, and I think it's just going to be too much. Yeah, and and I know Murray's men. I hear you back there, so it's okay. We can uh, we can let it be. Yeah, don't don't cry over what you're hearing. That uh, should be all right, man. I honestly like. Uh, I think this is the hardest one for me to pick. Just looking at the teams, I feel like they're uh, they're a very similarly built team in a way. Yeah. Well, and 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 honestly, like at least to some degree, uh, given how the how Mac did his first week, I kind of give the edge to Murray's men just because of the running backs. Yeah. I can't. I can't. However, pull against golf. Turn your head and golf. Yeah. So was that all three of us? If. Or, if if I, if I go against that little statement I just made, we're all on Turn Your Head and Golf this week? We are week. all on Turn Your Head and Golf this week. We're all on Morning Woods. We wow. are... Just wow. <laughs> but we are actually different everywhere else, so... We have one more, though, don't we? We do have one more. Yeah, Winter Soldiers Winter, and Jason's Winter, team. Yep, Winter Soldiers versus Jason's team. I'm just going to go out like like right up front and say I'm going to go Jason's team. I know they're, they're, they're coming into this one with the projected to be the underdog, but I'm going to I'm going to go with him. Nice. Yeah, I think their projections low considering you know what they what they did last week. I uh... yeah. And if we see if we see the offense come out from Baltimore like we did the week one, the Cardinals may be in a position where they're throwing quite a bit, which could give uh, Fitzgerald an, a week two that we're all like, wait a second, is he twenty two again? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think this one. I think all of them are going to be close. This is another another good week of matchups. But I, uh, Jason has made a believer out of me after his week one. 
overcoming of morning woods it's just no matter how you say that one it's just going to come out a little weird but it's the best name in the league it's amazing it gets a rise out of everybody what about you guys what do you guys have for picks so i i'm gonna go with the the winter soldiers but i would not be surprised if jason's team ended up you know pulling out a win here i, think. I wouldn't be surprised if jason's team wins the league goes yeah. undefeated and yeah he's, it's just, it's just, i almost feel like like the, the fantasy gods may have that in in mind you know, well, he's the he he's, got all the hate and stuff. He's the, in the team beginning. sweetheart. I mean, the yeah. league sweetheart. Everyone's everyone's pulling for him. Yeah, I'll do myself again. Winter Soldiers just. Uh, I think Hawkinson's going to get more than nine. Uh, I think uh, Hollywood's going to ball again. You got Josh Jacobs and Josh your... Jacobs and Juju and you know Diggs was banged up last week. Didn't do didn't do much. Le'Veon Bell's back Monday night. Diggs, Russell Wilson, and uh, my homeboy Minshaw quarterbacks going to get more than fourteen points. So we'll yeah, he looked really good when he came in to uh, replace really Foles. So we'll see if it's just because it was against uh, Kansas City's defense or if he's good. And I think when we were talking about, I made Chuck Norris cry and having Gordon and AB on the field. A definite benefit for Jason's team is they're going to run down the field. Julian Edelman is going to be wide open in the middle of the whole game. Oh, he's yep. going to have no one on him. So if, if AB plays, yep. I mean Edelman's going to have thirty. Catches. You have Edelman and Crowder there together, and they have the same kind of production, I think. And this they, they game, I think, is definitely going to be higher than the projected points. I agree. And I'm actually most scared of Crowder, honestly. I mean, 17 targets. Just you don't just fall into 17 targets. No. I mean, that's not fluky. That's no. That's crazy. And they're playing Cleveland, who's supposed to have a good defense like the Bills, right. but we didn't see it last week. Well, so we can we'll see. assume though it's just Tennessee's that much better than than everyone thought. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, just go with that. We'll go with that one. Can that we one. do that this yeah, week? That sounds good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. So uh, to recap, Brian, you have the Morning Woods. Turn your head and golf. Still at 41. Still at 41, and it's in the middle afternoon. So it's <laughs> yeah, no longer Morning Woods. <laughs> morning Woods, Turn Your Head and Golf, The Dukes of Hazard, Run CMC, and then The Winter Soldiers. Derek had Morning Woods. Still, everybody's got it. You know it. what? We're all doing our thing. <laughs> Turn Your Head and Golf, The Dukes of Hazard, The Holdouts, and Jason's team. And I had Morning Woods. You just can't say it without right. having a comment you know, come afterwards, is right? Is anyone going to ever pick against you? Because we don't want to not have more than one. <laughs> oh, <you know>? sure. <laughs> I mean, <we've... laughs> That's, a, That's actually so, a brilliant uh, reason to name the team right. something like that. You know, Who's going to go against Morning Wood? Yeah. Oh, no. Men and women, women alike appreciate those. <laughs> oh, right. Sometimes. But I had Turn Your Head and Goff. Um, I actually had I Made Chuck Norris Cry, Run CMC, and The Winter Soldiers. So those are our picks for the week. Uh, what our plan is is we'll keep track. Yeah. And we'll see who out of the three of us ended up uh, having the best. We're going to consider week one a wash. Yeah, since we'll I think I came out on top, two. that makes sense. You guys don't want to count that. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't remember how I have. Actually. I don't recall who anybody picked. I just uh, remember, I think I was, yeah, I think I was the only one that went out on a limb on, on one team and that one won, but yeah. not a big deal, not a big deal. <laughs> Did you pick Jason? Huh? Yeah, I think Did he you picked pick Dukes of Hazard, but, yeah, Dukes of which Hazard. is who oh, actually right, won. Right. Yeah, yeah, I did pick them. Uh, just because of you know the name, if nothing else. But uh, um, so I think we wanted to do what we did last week and, and do some bold predictions. Yeah, man. As well, so might as well since I ba- basically all of them came true. Um, we got to help the people listening, right? Yeah, and right. I don't know if we stay on the train of bold and and knowing that they can probably come true, or Should we need we to go bolder. Should we just call this the crystal ball moment? Yeah, we could. 
It's like last week, it was like we saw into the week. <laughs> and just for the record, guys, we record this on Tuesday. So the football hadn't happened yet when we made those predictions last week. Yeah, that's I what mean, makes it by I mean, far. Yeah, it was so. pretty incredible. So, what do you got, Brian? What do you think? I got, uh, like last week, Hollywood Brown had four receptions for 147 yards and two touchdowns. My bold prediction is that he does more of the same. He gets two touchdowns again. Two touchdowns again for Hollywood. That's that's pretty bold. Per, that's pretty bold for a uh, for a rookie coming in on Baltimore, who everybody thinks who is going to be no preseason snaps. Yeah, his first two NFL catches were right. touchdowns. That's Insane. pretty bad. Yeah, and Baltimore is supposed to be a running team. They mm-hmm. look more like an all around balanced team to me against Miami. So we'll see. That's definitely spicy. Ooh, I felt the sizzle. <laughs> all right, so. I'll save our our fearless leaders for last, and I'll jump in here with mine. So for the top five wide receivers in week one, it was Sammy Watkins, Michael Gallup, John Ross, Deshaun Jackson, and then Hollywood. This might not be too bold because you don't expect those five people to be in the top five anyways, but I'm going to say that all of these top five will not even break the top 15 in week two. Ooh, 15. 15. That made it extra caliente. I don't know why, but I'm going to go with the uh, matchup this week where Kansas City and Oakland meet up, and I'm going to say that is the highest scoring combined total game of the week. Yeah. Yeah, nice. that could be pretty good. There could be some deaths in the stands for that one too. That's a pretty big rivalry. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's going to be at least three people murdered. That would right. be the other. Yeah, as long as none connection. of the players that we have playing on our team right. are right. As yeah. long as they're not fantasy relevant, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty good. So uh, Hollywood with two touchdowns. Any of the top <coughs> five wide receivers from week one are not going to be in the top fifteen in week two. And then Kansas City versus Oakland is the highest scoring game of the week. Cool. Yeah, man. man. I say if we can if we nail two of three of these every week that we should be getting know. a call from the NFL network. We should yeah, we should most Easily. definitely be getting we should be signing an, a Sirius XM contract within this football season. Yeah, I agree. So anybody that is listening to the Sinners and Winners fantasy football podcast, when you know that this shit comes true, spread the word. We Spread need it. the love. Yeah, we, all the love. The the cheddar, the paper, everything that comes with it. Paper. Cheddar. Ballin'. No, this has definitely been fun, guys. There's really only one thing left to do. We might have the Queen Bee stop by here at the end of the episode. And, and Yeah, she might have nice. to come by and throw a little knowledge our way. Because we need it. Yeah, you know, just want to want to give her a little opportunity, possibly. But I think that's pretty much a wrap for today's episode. So thanks, everybody, for coming in and listening in to the Sinners and Winners Fantasy Football Podcast. We outie. Peace. Done. All right. Here we are, as promised, with that final closing statement with, I would say the Queen Bee, but she doesn't really like that. So I think it's a little weird. What do you mean? I mean, it's just it's a little weird. I thought it was kind of nice. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not Beyonce. So, like, that title, I feel, is kind of reserved for her. Beyonce? Beyonce. Is the Queen Bee. Yeah. Oh. You don't know that? I didn't know that, no. Apparently, I need to educate you on more things than fantasy football. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, um... 
Yeah, as promised, uh, what do you got for us this week there? Uh... Well, I just wanted to uh, say hi to everybody, and I appreciate all the, the love for last week's episode. It was really nice getting all that positive feedback from you guys, considering it was kind of a last-minute thing for me to pop on the show. Um, but I just wanted to say that I, apparently I will be reprising my role as the resident fact-checker moving forward. But happily, I don't have any corrections for last week. You guys did a pretty good job. Yeah, we did. With that being said... I am a listener, even though I think fantasy football is kind of ridiculous. And what? Um, well, you what? guys get really excited about teams that you don't actually own or get any money from. So, uh, yeah, no, we own them, and there, there's money on the line. Eh, we're not talking like the same kind of like. Anyway, it's irrelevant. She doesn't what? understand. <laughs> Clearly. But, um, again, just in an effort to be supportive, I do listen, and I will be keeping tabs and making sure you guys don't screw up in the future. So, keep up the good work. And now we're done. (laughs) 